no plantations, no crops, no combine harvesters, 88% of land in South Africa is not suitable for agriculture. It's too rugged, too dry, and too uneven. But everywhere you look, you see life in abundance. The country boasts rich biodiversity. But how best to preserve it? In South Africa, environmental protection is chronically underfinanced. That's where Candace Stevens comes in. She's a tax specialist at the NGO Wilderness Foundation Africa. She wants to encourage landowners to turn their holdings into nature reserves. The government offers a tax incentive to do so. Hi, Daryl. Good to see you. Yes, I am. Thank you. Let's go inside. What you're doing here is looking after South Africa's natural wealth yes. in the public good. Yes. And so there's this unique tax incentive to benefit that biodiversity. So even as you plow money, time, effort and energy yeah. into looking after this and farmers may think you're not getting anything yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. there's a special tax incentive just yeah. to give a little bit back. Yeah. This man has already converted his land into a protected area. He can write off the cost of the purchase over a 25-year period. That extra cash in pocket yeah. would be able to, to give a little bit more financial sustainability to mm. you in managing this in mm. perpetuity mm. Um, so that you could put a little bit more into it, which would be your decision and, and you know what needs to happen absolutely. on this site. Yeah, absolutely. Photographer Koos van der Lender purchased the land five years ago and has taken countless pictures of the area since then. It rarely rains here, but when it does, the landscape is transformed into a pageant of color. Another special feature about this area of land is that it could act as a corridor for wild animals, since it's located between two different protected areas. We're standing here around about in the, on the northern border of it. Um, here to the, to the west and east or south, stretching down, we've got the Macro National Park and then to the northeast, Kukhap um, Provincial Nature Reserve. And here you can see the proposed corridor linking the two um, protected areas. Once upon a time, this area was farmland. The history is going back for a long time, since the 1700s, uh, with the settlers, the pioneers that, that farmed here, with a high rainfall that time. But due to global warming, and, and, and the, the, the rainfall diminished quite a bit, and it just became impossible for these people to, to make a living with cattle and agriculture. And, and eventually they had to sell, and uh, that's why we bought then the farms for uh, conservation. With climate change threatening biodiversity, Candace Stevens has not found it difficult to persuade other landowners to follow suit. Tax is not everybody's favorite subject, and when tax season rolls around, it's not like everybody's overjoyed. So my experience with landowners is that they understand that there are implications to tax legal and financial, and so they want to fully understand what the tax incentive means for them. Dozens of landowners have signed up to the scheme. Her first experience of implementing the program was in the KwaZulu-Natal province. In order to protect the land, locals introduced a herd of cattle. The animals serve an important function. 
Keeping the grass short helps prevent wildfires in the dry season, but it's just the start. We're waiting for a time when the whole nature reserve will be fenced, and then at that time we'll slowly introduce game, uh, starting with uh, the plains game, which will be zebra, springbok, um, eland, uh, wildebeest, and those type of animals. And then once they are established, slowly the cattle will be removed. The, the animals will be free to roam on the whole nature reserve. The tax rebates that Candace Stevens has been promoting have gone some way towards addressing the shortage of funding for environmental protection in South Africa. And in the future, she's hopeful of further progress in this development. Conservation work can become the mainstream um, and become something that's part of everyday life and not something that's separate. And with additional finance that's sustainable, it means that we're protecting biodiversity on a scale that we haven't done before. And if we can answer that global challenge with all the resources that we have at our disposal, we might just have a chance of saving the world around us.